Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of our Knowledge Group podcast. Today's episode has been made possible by our partners at Use, and all of their information can be found in the description for today's webcast. We're going to be joined shortly by Mark Brusso, president of Brusso and Associates. We're going to ask him some important questions about fraud, its impact on businesses, and how businesses can mitigate the risks associated. Users' white paper, Game of Fraud, takes a deeper dive into some of the points that Mark will raise while answering these questions. All the information about Mark, how to find him online, and our partners at Use, as well as a link to get that white paper. That can all be found in the description and the show notes. But for now, let's turn things over to Mark. My name is Mark Brousseau. I'm the president of Brousseau & Associates, a full-service marketing and strategic consulting firm. I specialize in accounts payable, accounts receivable, payments, and document automation. I help solutions and service providers, associations, as well as end users find strategies for optimizing document-centric business processes. Thank you so much, Mark, and I really do appreciate your time here. The first question that I had for you was, uh, there are a lot of studies that have found that mitigating fraud is becoming a bigger priority for businesses. And what do you find is driving that trend? Well, you know, it's really, really simple. Businesses lose a staggering amount of money each year to fraud. The Association for Certified Fraud Examiners, they report that U.S. businesses alone are going to lose an average of 5% of their gross revenues each year to fraud. Now, think about the implications of that to a business with $500 million in revenues. Then think about a business with a billion dollars in revenue. It's staggering. In fact, thieves steal more through check fraud than through bank robberies. That's according to the FBI. So it's clear that fraud is now a permanent risk that businesses must be prepared for. Let me give you an idea of the threat of fraud to the folks on the line today. An accounting employee for a large automaker was short on cash. So she used her knowledge of the holes in her employer's accounts payable process to make a little more money. She set up a phony out-of-state company, and then she sent bills to her employer which were paid and deposited into an account managed by this unscrupulous employee and her husband. The woman netted more than $1 million before her employer figured out what was going on. This sounds really shocking, but what's really, really shocking is that this type of scheme goes on every day in businesses across the globe. And businesses are waking up to these kind of schemes. And that's because their financial growth depends on it. Now, you mentioned a couple of risks uh, before there. I just wanted to elaborate a little bit more. What are the risks for businesses that leave themselves vulnerable to fraud, have you found? Businesses face grave risks to fraud. The first one is obviously financial loss. Fraud schemes cost businesses a lot of money in terms of unrecoverable funds, cash flow disruptions, and lost profits. The second risk, well, it's from data theft. If a fraudster steals your company's data and uses it for malicious purposes, well, you could face big legal liabilities. You could face serious damage to your reputation, and you could face financial consequences from your customers. The third risk from fraud, 
Well, it's employee impact. When fraud is committed by someone inside your company, your employees are going to feel betrayed. They might also start to wonder whether their managers have the ability to carry out company procedures to the fullest extent. And finally, fraud puts your business's reputation at risk. Headlines screaming that a business was the victim of fraud, well, that can undo years of brand building that cost you a lot of time and money. Now, each of these risks can have a debilitating impact on your business. And in today's economy, we can't have that. Now, when you do talk about fraud, check fraud is probably the one that everybody thinks about. It's usually the most visible type of fraud that a business faces. But you mentioned that this isn't the only risk that a business must mitigate against when it comes to fraud, or, or, or is it? Threats come in a variety of forms. There's no question about it. There's supplier fraud, when someone provides fake bank details to intercept a deposit. And there's financial fraud, which might involve a stockbroker, a banker, or a legal professional. And then there's cases where legitimate clients submit fake or inflated invoices or never fulfill the goods and services that were covered by an invoice. But the type of fraud that I want to emphasize today is payments fraud. Research from the Association for Finance Professionals shows that a staggering 82%, that's right, you heard me right, 82% of organizations experienced attempted or actual payments fraud in 2018. Now, that's an all-time high or low, depending on how you look at things. Now, I've been reading a lot here about business email compromise or BEC attacks. They seem to be growing in popularity. Could you tell us a little bit more about how they work and why they are so insidious? These BEC or business email compromise attacks are a huge contributor to the growth of fraud attempts. It used to be that fraudsters would spend hours sending phishing emails to numerous random email addresses. Well, it didn't take much for businesses to easily identify these emails as spam. And so these schemes rarely were successful. The bad guys figured this out. So nowadays what they do is they do their research first before launching an attack. They select the business on which they want to launch a BEC attack. Then they use social engineering, a lot of those social media channels, to find out who your senior executives are and who the business does business with. The person then sends a fraudulent email impersonating the senior executive or supplier. Usually, the email requests an expedited payment for goods or services. Something urgent needs to get paid right now. The idea is, is you want to trick the accounts payable department into initiating one or more wire transfers. Once that money is deposited, it's quickly whisked away, typically to banks in Asia or Eastern European countries where the funds are harder to track and recover. And these financial losses can be massive. A Lithuanian guy used a BEC scheme to cheat two of the largest tech companies in the world out of $100 million before he was caught. And it's not just those 
big businesses that crooks are targeting. BEC attacks, they're also hitting small and mid-sized businesses. So we all need to be vigilant for these new payment schemes. Now, you've talked a lot about the different schemes and the different risks that businesses face. Is there anything that a, you know, finance leaders can do to perhaps help their business mitigate the risk of fraud? So here in the United States, businesses spend more than $50 billion a year in technology and services to mitigate the potential risks of fraud. The problem is many of these investments are in things like firewalls and malware detection software. Investments in firewalls and malware detection software and the like, well, they don't do anything to stop the type of invoicing scheme that I described at the start of this podcast. So accounts payable departments need to step up their efforts to mitigate fraud. The AP department at most businesses, it's an easy target for these types of fraud schemes. And with hundreds and sometimes thousands of invoices arriving in your finance department every month, let's face it, who has the time or the resources to scrutinize each and every invoice by hand? So we've talked a little bit about what financial leaders can do to mitigate their risk. What role does technology play when it comes to helping mitigate the risks of fraud? Well, technology is your best defense against fraud. Consider cloud-based accounts payable solutions. These solutions fight fraud in a number of ways. They track document history and approvals. They ensure that employees adhere to approval policies and the separation of duties rules. They assure chain of custody. They make audit information readily available. And they prevent documents from being discarded or destroyed ahead of deadlines. So you can always see the information you need to check up on what's going on in your department. These types of capabilities, well, they won't eliminate fraud attacks, but what they will do is give your business the upper hand against the fraudsters. So with my last question, I kind of want to bring this conversation full circle. What do businesses stand to gain by mitigating their risks of fraud? By mitigating your risk of fraud, whether it's with a cloud-based accounts payable solution or some other technology, businesses can do four things. You can prevent financial losses. You can gain a competitive advantage. You can strengthen your partner relationships. And you can achieve peace of mind that you are doing all you can to mitigate the growing risks of fraud. Excellent. Mark, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this very special edition of our Knowledge Group podcast. Once again, today's podcast has been made possible by our partners at Use and more information about them and a link to download their white paper, Game of Fraud, is found in the description and the show notes. I'd also like to extend a special thank you to Mark Brusso, president of Brusso and Associates, for joining me in that conversation where we covered fraud, the risks associated and how businesses can mitigate that risk. We look forward to seeing you at future Knowledge Group events and on future editions of the Knowledge Group podcast. And don't forget more information about ourselves here at the Knowledge Group. That can also be found in the description. And until next time, take care. Bye for now.